0: Nothing tastes as good as a cup of the tea. (sighs) The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations. You are listening to the podcast Tea and Talk, presented to inform, educate, inspire, and encourage meaningful conversations on Bahamian arts and culture. My name is Robert Bain, dancer, teacher, choreographer, and someone who believes in the preservation of all things Bahamian. I'm sitting down with persons of like mind to discuss the Bahamian perspective on the arts and the Bahamian way. Now, let's welcome our guests. All right, this is Robert Bain and welcome to Tea & Talk. It's been a while, you know, uh, but today we have a, a special guest. Well, like I always say, all of my guests that uh, come on to Tea & Talk, they're very special. Uh, but this this guest of ours, but this guest of mine is actually, we're talking to this guest from uh, Canada uh, in the name of Roger Johnson, but we'll get to him in, in a second. But you know, Tea & Talk is, uh, it's a it's a platform that is being used for the artists in this country you know the artists of course um you know not having their own space so now we have a space that we can talk and we can say whatever that that impedes our development or improves our development so T and talk was formed so that we could basically express ourselves and to inform and educate and all that sort of thing. Uh, before we uh, get into anything, I'd like to um, just recognize uh, Jason Ferguson. That's the person that did the introduction of, um, of the uh, podcast. That music in the background you hear there is a combination of, of John Canoe and um, uh, he did an awesome job of uh, creating that uh, piece of music. And before we get into it again, i like to kind of make, just take some notes here. Some things are happening. Uh, if you guys are traveling down to Grand Bahama anytime within this month, uh, go and see Georgia School of Dance uh, as they present a, a, a an original play called A Bahamian Tale at the Regency Theater. And this is April 28th and 29th at 8 p.m. And April 30th, at 4 p.m. and tickets are well tickets are $35 and the other thing that i wanted to bring to your attention is that the shirley hall bass dance forum which will take place on july 27th through the 30th um, and that's happening here in nassau bahamas and this podcast is coming to you from nassau bahamas a beautiful day here in the bahamas and uh very hot actually uh, but it's been a gorgeous day. We've we've had some intermittent rain and stuff like that. But you know, um, it's been an awesome day, and now it's a beautiful afternoon. All right now, I'm having a cup of tea. My guest is not having having any, but I'm having some. I'm having some some ginger root tea, and of course, you know, it's supposed to be a good. Uh, thing for the reduction of blood pressure and may AIDS in weight loss and ease of headaches and migraine and it's filled with antioxidant um, yeah ginger ginger tea try it but you know don't take my advice for it you know there's always a doctor there to to give you better advice but I'm just uh, um, bringing this information to you um, you know um, yeah so let's get this party started and don't forget to go and visit uh, uh, Georgia School down in Freeport, Grand Bahama, right? And so on On the line, we got Roderick Johnson. Roderick Johnson, <coughs> welcome to Tea and Talk, my brother. Welcome. It's been a while. Let me tell you a bit about Roderick Johnson. Roderick Johnson is one of our preeminent dancers uh, who now re- who resides in Canada. but well, he's always been in Canada. But Roderick is a dancer. He's a teacher. He's a choreographer. Uh, Roderick has... Um, taught in the Bahamas in the government schools. Roderick has also um choreographed for the National Dance Company as well as perform as a member of the National Dance Company. And Roderick is one of those, is probably one of the last persons uh, that's still of us that's still performing. He enjoys it. He's been bitten by the the bug much much deeper than we are being bitten. (laughs) So Roderick, welcome to Tea and Talk, my brother.
1: Thank you. I'm glad to be on Teen Talk.
0: Yeah, buddy, it's so good. It's been a while, man. It's it's it's. I see some of the um, the information you sometimes put out. Uh, uh, you know, um, very interesting stuff. Uh, stuff that you're doing in, in Canada. Where are you exactly in Canada, buddy?
1: Right now, I'm in Regina, Regina, Saskatchewan. Ah, okay. So Saskatchewan is the middle state of Canada. Okay. To the north, to the east is Toronto. And to
0: the far west is Vancouver, Saskatchewan is in the middle. <laughs> oh, cool! <laughs> so, 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 Roderick, um, before we get into to um, to to the podcast, uh, there's a question that I normally ask my guests, and I just do it because because this is a special year for us here in the Bahamas, and uh, we're celebrating the 50th anniversary of independence in this country, and. Um, you know, there's a lot of activities going on. There's a lot of preparation uh, being made uh, for the 50th. Mm-hmm. But you were a part of the, that crew of dancers that took part in the celebration in 1973 out at, at Clifford Park. But before we get into some of the history of, 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 of that, uh, um, I normally ask my guests, in 50 years, where do you think we have come in 50 years? As a country, um, as it relates to the arts, how far you think we have come?
1: I think we have come in 50 years, more than 50 yards and more than 50 miles. Oh, Lord. I think the Bahamas (laughs) is a progressive country. Okay. And when I look back at the Bahamas, I think we have grown from height to height and height. The Bahamas came a long way, and I'm proud of
0: the Bahamas for what it has achieved mm-hmm. fifty years. Fifty years, yeah. Wow. Well, well, I you know I'm glad to hear that. You know, um, a lot of per- persons have mixed um, mixed feelings about it. Um, uh, um, me too, of course. Uh, but I'm glad to hear that you you feel that we have actually come uh, have made some progress in fifty years. So, Roderick, tell us. Tell us about what what's what, what what is Roderick Johnson doing right now um in Canada
1: okay um Rodrick Johnson in Canada right now is um at a certain point in Roderick Johnson's career <laughs> and legacy okay okay now if we if we start off where I'm at now in Canada, then we' have to work backwards
0: okay go ahead
1: if we start off where I started off in the Bahamas. Then we work forward. Okay. But we can do a popcorn thing. Right now in Canada, um, I am working full-time. I'm working full-time with a company named Fox Valley Counseling Service. Okay. So I am working as a behavioral support worker. Can you still hear me? Yes. Oh, my, my phone is acting up. Yes. I am working. You
0: can still hear me? Yes, I can. Go ahead, Roger.
1: Well, I'm pressing these buttons, I am working in a house with five children, vulnerable children, with autism. Uh, I'm, I'm administering medication, and I'm working with children who have different type of uh, disability and mm-hmm. trauma type. Mm-hmm. So, I'm actually actually a dance therapist. Okay. Well, so my dance skills have been transferred from, you know, doing the splits on stage all the time and kicking my leg high. To using dance theories to help children and teenagers that have experienced um, previous traumas. Okay. So my, I've transferred my skill into a dance
0: therapist. Uh, <laughs> that well, makes well, sense. Yes, yes. Actually, a lot of persons don't really don't know that there are the aspects of dance the um, that the performing arts that actually deal with with healing, uh, emotional, physical, uh, emotional and physical healing. And that there are, there's such a thing as dance therapy, uh, just as there yeah. there is uh, music therapy, there's also dance therapy.
1: Music therapy or art therapy. Yes,
0: they are, right. So people so, don't, yes, go ahead.
1: No, yeah. so that's where I'm at right now. So to, to get to this point where I'm at now, it has been a long journey. So like if you start off from the independent, the independent movement in the '70s, that's a bracket I came out of. Okay, I came out of that independent energy and the independent spirit. Okay. Like if you put me in the bracket back then, I was groomed, trained, and educated by some real prominent behemoths mm-hmm. like um, like like Winston Sanders, Clement Bethel. Kayla Edwards, these names, uh, some of the generations don't even know anymore. Um, Alex Bean, Hubert Farrington, um, John Chippy, Penis Taylor, but you name, them, you name them, this is the bracket I came out. These are the people that give me my inspiration to be where I am now. So they are ambassadors of the Bahamas. And as a dancer, I've been groomed at the independent movement to be an ambassador for the Bahamas, a dance ambassador. Right. And that is why the Bahamas send myself and Lawrence Carroll, Edna Wright, Ozzy Mortimer, and a clan from the New Breed Dancers to study dance in Canada. Right. So the independent movement that catapulted me out of the Bahamas into Canada to get a professional dance education to come back and train my Bohemian brothers and sisters. So oh. that is a concept of me right there. The first bracket.
0: That makes sense. That's that is that is awesome, man. That is this is great information. You know, one of the um, one of the um, uh, uh, guests on one of the podcasts. You know, uh, referred to creating uh, basically a um. um she talked about cataloging stuff, and this is what we're doing right now. Um, we are creating yeah. a database of information uh, that the generations could have, and what you're giving me right now is is uh, a wealth of knowledge. Um, and I don't think a lot lots of persons know of what you're you're talking about. I think like you, you're correct. A lot of young Bahamians don't even. Know the name, don't no. have not heard the name. Um, Vincent Saunders, Clement Bethel, Kayla Edwards, uh, uh, Hubert Farrington, those names that you you called Chippy, exactly. You know, who left us uh just a couple of years ago. Frederick Scott.
1: You know Frederick Scott, the actor?
0: Yep, uh, Frederick Scott, yes.
1: These are the people who inspired me, and plus, I was inspired by the done list. Okay, I have to go into details of the done list, but the done, the Bahamas have been very um good to have. The Dundas Center as a as a cornerstone for the arts. Okay. You know, you know. Although it was drama and music, but the Dundas also tried to cater to all aspects of the arts, including dance. Right. You know. So I grew up with like Clement Bethel and Kayla Edwards rehearsing yeah. the National Anthem.
0: Absolutely. It's, it's so not this
1: awesome. is a spirit I came. Okay, that's the spirit I came out. I'm in one room stretching, then the other room, <laughs> you know, going to the national anthem. That's that, know?
0: and that's that's when you guys the, New, the Newbury dancers, you guys rehearsed at Villa Doyle, which is now the National Gallery Art Gallery of the Bahamas, eh? Ooh,
1: you got it right on, my brother. Yeah. Right on. Yeah, Villa absolutely. Doyle.
0: Yeah, that's right, Villa Doyle, which is now the the uh, that's now occupied by the gallery, the the the, the, the National yes. Arts Gallery. It's,
1: and it's being put to well, good use. I think you know so. I mean? like I, Bahamian building and it's right uh, statue in the front of the island. It should be, you know, get lots of applause continuously. Yeah. So if you look at the Willard Doyle, that's the growth in the arts in the Bahamas right there. Mm-hmm. The National Art Gallery.
0: Okay. Uh, Roger, tell so, us tell us something about the, the um, another aspect of your bracket, um, you made in that bracket. of Tell us about the New Breed Dancers. Okay,
1: the Nubia Dancers was directed by Alex Sabine and Violet Sabine, his wife and kids. And the Nubia Dancers was a government company made to spearhead the performing arts for the independent celebration. Okay. The Nubia Dancers, what the Nubia Dancers did under the director of Alex Sabine was to pull all the artists into one room, into under one roof. Okay. We used to have, we used to have rehearsals at the village uh, not, uh, uh, Stephen Dillett. At uh, Stephen Dillett, all the artists were there. I wish we had pictures of them. There were Penis Taylor, Chippy, there was um, Shirley Hall Bass, um, Clement Beth, all of them, Kayla Edwards. Um, you name all the artists at that time, they were there. So the newbie dancers put them together. And they put them together under this banner, which was called the Folklore Shows at Government High School, which ran two years in a row. And the dance that was featured was Sammy
0: Swain. Well, you know, so, you know too, Roger, you, you're talking about um, the uh, the folklore show of the 1970s. Uh, a lot of persons don't know that the where the College of the Bahamas is, uh, that used to be the government high school, eh? Yes, and, of and, course. And now the performing arts theater that's there, that used to be a part of that as well, right? Right.
1: Exactly. So the full-fledged professional theater right. we had to work with. Hmm. So what I'm trying to say is that if you look at the cast of the original Sammy Swing and you look at all the artists that were collaborated with that, from costume, lighting, um, fixtures, um, dance, music, that hub of giants is what the new breed dancers accomplished, pulled them together. Right. So you know, every aspect of the arts were given full, equal opportunity. Dance, music, acting, painting, gymnastics, whatever. That was an important time in the Bahamian history, and it lays a platform and a blueprint for which the whole Bahamas was supposed to grow on. And as the economy in the Bahamas changed, Many aspects of that blueprint have been stimulated. Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Stimulated for good or for bad?
1: For good. Mm -hmm. Because then what happened is that when you get down to the Bahamian independence, Finland, he really instilled a lot of blueprints where, like, um, for example, Junkanoo, the Ministry of Tourism had embraced Junkanoo, which was a grassroots secular culture. You know, Mm -hmm. the Bahamas is based on two cultures. You know, it's a Christian nation, plus it's a junkal secular African nation. Mm-hmm. So the the Commonwealth part of it being British had to sustain. Plus, the local behemoths from the backyard who were doing junkaloo, they were shunned. I remember we used to practice junkaloo and they used to call the police the runners of the road.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But junkaloo wasn't accepted. Mm-hmm. So that all these black behemoths who were the real behemoths were not really um, getting the right due for their talent, who they were, et cetera, et cetera. So when the independence happened to the Ministry of Tourism, like Chippy, the drummer, all the Bahamian culture started growing, you know, from my perspective. Okay. You know, John Kru started being accepted in the hotels. Everyone started getting um, validation that, oh, what I'm doing is good, you know, like, think about it. Jonkunu is the the discarded culture. We used to throw away all the costumes one time ago. Now, they are cherished. They are cherished.
0: They still do do to a
1: point. We have so many, right? Mm -hmm. But it becomes, Jokinu has now really become our um, industry. It wasn't our industry to make money for us in the past. Right. Right. Because the UBP was in power and they didn't see Jonkunu as a valid part of the Bahamian richness. Mm -hmm. Now, the Bahamas GPA a year, every year, Jonkuno has a mark in that. Every year, tourists come to Jonkuno. You know what I'm trying to say? Mm-hmm. So that's a big growth. If you see Jonk, remember I don't know, when Chippy had his group, Chippy,
0: Chippy back the in the day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, with Chippy, there was this, you know Saxon, the volleyball, all of those Jonkanoo was for the grassroots people. Mm-hmm. Only after independence did the behemoth embrace Jonkuno and start to benefit from it.
0: Okay. Okay.
1: You understand me? So that's the growth in my area. I'm a dancer. and I'm an artist.
0: Well, I know I you like also. I, I I know you're also a, a Junkanoo because I know you you come home from time to time and take part in Junkanoo yourself. I know you were part of one family Junkanoo group too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Yeah. I grew up in Junkanoo, Maine. Like, I'm a grassroots behemoth.
0: I'm Taylor in Canada, but... Taylor uh, Street, right? Huh? Taylor Street, right? I'm not, I, or, or, my house is the Ross
1: Corner.
0: Ross Corner, sorry. Yeah, Ross Corner by the pump. I keep hearing by this pump. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: By <Right>, Dennis <laughs> You know I'm a Kalfani? Kalfani, right? You can, you live right next to my, my mother's estate. I uh, mean, okay. I'm a Wilson. with My background in the Bahamas, that's... Um, my family are cobblers. You know, Wilson shoe shop. Yes. Yes. On Market Street. Yeah. joining. And us. And Wilson's yeah, shoe yeah, shop yeah, on East yeah. Street. Yes. Those are my, my, my uncles and my mother brothers. And so I'm from that cobbler family. Okay. So I do have some steak there. You know what I mean? Yes. So,
0: so, so Roger, okay. so, so tell us, tell us, tell us about, um, uh, how do you, how do you, how do you feel that we're, we're, we're the debt, how do you feel about the dance right now in this country? I mean, I know, I mean, you, you've you said a lot about Junkinu, but how do you feel um, about the dance right now, uh, where we at right now in, in, well, in, in um, the
1: Bahamas? Well, basically, I don't feel too good about it. Okay. I don't want to say anything negative, you know? But I think that the dance uh, and the culture has been smothered and has been discarded because there were there were bigger performing arts that were more favorable for example music mm-hmm. music is very favorable in the Bahamas from the church from playing an instrument and singing and because of music everyone is into easier to get into music than in dance mm-hmm. dance is not an easy thing to get I mean professional you can dance you know folklore and international youth choir everyone everyone uses dance For their own benefit, as a coat of sugar, right? Right. The the boost of their program Mm -hmm. and to stimulate them. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But serious dance, like, when it compared to music and painting and performing arts, you know, the Bahamas have never really put up its its socks for dance to be on par with the other performing arts. I mean, like, you would have a music a performing arts industry in the Bahamas but it'd be only music. They wouldn't even consider dance right. as a mm-hmm. You see? So what happened is that it starts from the top. Is it what you want. Now, I said that but the back, what I said up, you have to compare the Bahamas dance with Jamaica dance mm-hmm. and Trinidad dance. And you have to look at those countries and how they, like Carol Fest, how they Manage their dance and, and take such a great pride in it. So we're not on that level, I think, to a certain degree.
0: How can because we get I think there? The Bahamas- How can we get hmm? there, Roger? How can we get there? Well, what are some of the things that you think that will well help us I mean, to get first
1: there? First of all, it has to be embraced as a valid art form. Okay, and. And people can achieve from it. You know, it shouldn't be used just as an icing on a the cake. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of individual dancers like myself and students of yours and students from other countries, I mean, from other part of the Bahamas, who have broke through the cracks. They went to university, and if they went to university, the university has a good dance program. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't dance that got them broken through the cracks. It was business or to be a nurse. So dance has always been their minor. Mm-hmm. Okay? But how can dance be a major? I'm not, like, music is some of them major. If you look at some of the music accomplishments with the bands and other musicians there, they're achieving a lot. They're going to, you know, music is their ticket to go to university, their ticket to get a good job, you know, but, you know, they get gigs. Like, I saw at Christmas time, one person, just blowing a horn, he would get a job playing Christmas carol to music. Can a dancer do that? But, the dance movement is different. It's a different language. And the people in power, if they learn that language, they will give it to the Bahamas. Yeah. What I mean is that the Bahamas has the, the, the information. Think but, about how many, think about how many um professional artists has come to the Bahamas and graced the Bahamas. Mm-hmm. So the Bahamas knows the level of professionalism
0: it can strive for its own right yeah well you 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 talk about um uh persons uh, being um getting scholarships or you know achieving their getting the educations through through music mm-hmm. but i think uh and this is my opinion i think persons here, I think in the Bahamas, there's a misconception of what dance is and what dance is supposed to be. Uh, right. In 2023, I find that that people's um, ideal of dance is TikTok, uh, what they can see on on social media. And and so right. in terms of actually doing uh, what we did when we had to attend, attend a ballet class and and try yeah. and try and get stuff to attend a class and learn the techniques and all the stuff that, that 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 was involved. Uh, nobody wants to do that anymore. Nobody actually wants to do that. That is not important. So we have a lot of kids. There are scholarships out there for 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 students. Uh, but mm-hmm. the, but the thing is, um, how good are you? Can you go can you go and audition at Juilliard? Can you go and audition at any university? all right, and in the state that you are in right now. Can you audition? So because of that, because of the misconstrued concept of what dance is, uh, we're fighting a losing battle. And so we look really awkward on one side because they go like, why should I ask my child to do this? Because they just, I uh-huh. mean, there's nothing there for them, but there is something. And so parents need to know that if you if your child can can achieve it can achieve. Your child can can go to university on a dance scholarship, but you you there has to be some knowledge. There have to be you have to to have studied to even for the college to even mm-hmm. show interest in you. Uh, you have exactly. to you have to do some. You just cannot go. How many times? And you know this. How many times do you a parent come to you and say, "My child is a dancer," and then all of a sudden, and then you bring them into the space. Yes. And, and and the child hates it. The, right, right. You know, the the child hates it. So I, I just I constantly say this. I think that Bahamian have a, a mis uh they miss they have a misconception of what what true dance is. And persons oh. don't want to study. We are we Roger, I must well tell you, we are we we've had challenges over the past couple of years um getting kids to dance who want to study. They come into the the studio and they don't want to do the work anymore. You know, and you try mm-hmm. every Every way, you you flip it upwards, turn it sideways, lay it flat, you do whatever, mm. and it don't make a difference. I know. You, you know? I know? So So we are yeah. challenged, and, and I'm sure, and and not to sound negative, but I, I'm quite sure that there is a way that it could be fixed, but um, we are still, the jury is still out on that, on how we can possibly do that. I know persons who are not dancers well, have a lot of ideas, but uh, they've never okay. danced. Go ahead. Let
1: me give you... An idea. Let me give you a, a fact. Okay. A fact with dance is that it is performing arts, mm-hmm. and it has its mechanisms for processing dancers. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that machine, there you go. That's that um, institution properly set up. The dancers going through it is not going to be going through the right machine to come out on the end there to be go. what they need to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Many are chosen. Many wants to dance, but mm-hmm. not everyone is cut out to be a dancer. Yeah. I mean, at that level. Right. Okay? So what happened is that the Bahamas and a lot of countries, they need their folk dance. They need their folklore. They need their culture. And they need their grassroots movement. Go ahead. And nothing wrong with that. That's right. And everyone deserves that. Mm-hmm. However, when you put the dancer, see, look at dance is one thing. But when you look at the dancer, who is the instrument to produce a high quality expression.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I don't know if I'm saying that right. That's fine. But you, that dance has to be groomed through the dance machine, like taking exams, examined, um, scrutinized, groomed, hands-on, one-on-one. Sometimes, you know, like for example, like you can have like ten dancers in a room dancing, but which one or which two is to be eligible? To shine for the Bahamas. Right. That's what I mean. One dancer can go out there on the international stage and they bring joy and um, um loyalty to an entire country. Mm-hmm. Like the athletes, like the runners. Like mm-hmm. I say, mm-hmm. there's the Athlete Federation for running and the Athlete Federation, there's the Music Federation, but where's the dance that's comparable to it? Mm-hmm. And then what happens is that everyone opens their, you know, see the government seems to have be having these programs, and they are social, so they become mediocre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. See? I agree. They just just to stimulate the masses, but where's the in the where's the, the, the talent that we see that can be groomed to to to, to bring us um, that level of um, professionalism that we can really cherish?
0: Yeah. You're listening to Tea and Talk. Join me for a continuation of this conversation with Roderick Johnson. You're listening to the podcast Tea and Talk. The views and opinion expressed in this podcast are those of the hosts and guests and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any entity or organizations.